make it a rule never to get involved with possessed people. Actually, it's more of a guideline than a rule. And I know what I saw, and that's not what you're telling me what I saw. Welcome to the Ectoplasma Show. My name is Josh Hurd. I hope everybody's doing good, doing well. Um, I'm actually doing things a little different this week. I was asked to come to a a conference um, with my wife since I'll be hitting the road here literally this afternoon. This is kind of the only time the wife and I had over the next couple weeks to actually see each other. So she invited me to come to this conference with her. She's an accountant. And so she's doing this, you know, nerdy accounting type thing. Uh, and I get to sit here in the hotel and, and you know, record the show. <laughs> and I tell you what, it was funny because last night, um, you know, it was this particular hotel is, um, it's attached to a casino, which is badass. So I was like, sweet, we never get the opportunity to like, gamble very often so we went downstairs and we you know lost 50 bucks or whatever but you know we spent an hour hour and a half you know having fun had a few drinks came back up here and i'm like you know what let's uh let's record ectoplasm and so she was nice enough to agree to do it and it was a freaking amazing show it it turned out being like one of the better shows that we had ever done and i was very proud of it so after we were concluding the show, I hit stop. Uh, I use Adobe Audition for for the program, you know. Um, but anyway, I hit stop. And for whatever reason, Audition crashed. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, this has never happened to me in the history of ever. And I I blame it all on my laptop computer, which is... It's not a Mac, and usually, you know, in the actual studio, we have a Mac computer running all of this stuff. So I'm blaming it on the fact that it's a PC. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but it was it was weird because it had never, I've never had an audition crash. And so I'm digging, and I'm digging, and I'm digging, and I'm looking for it, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's nowhere to be found. And so we lost that entire show. So for that, I apologize because it was freaking great. It was, you know, it was my wife basically, you know, first she was, you know, telling how, how stupid I am and how crazy I am for doing all of this stuff. And, you know, then it got into like, you know, her first paranormal experience and a, a couple of the things that we've experienced together now that she has been, you know, uh, she's been investigating with me and things like that. And it was such a good show, man. We discussed everything. But alas, it is gone forever, lost, and who knows where the hell it is. So 
Right now, uh, she's doing her nerd conference thing, and I wanted to do this because it is my goal to to actually actually have a show every every week for you guys. And I know around like Christmas time, we took like this huge break, and we were everywhere. And you know, Myron, you know, he has a very demanding job, and so he is gone constantly, and I mean constantly. And now he's getting ready. Um, he's getting ready to move also which may throw a wrench in some things as well but we will or at least i will have new content for you every week that is my goal and speaking of that since i am hitting the road here i'm going to be traveling to wisconsin uh last week we had nash hoover on the on the show uh connor hopkins and myself uh, called nash and surprised him uh with an impromptu interview uh, and he had no idea that we were going to do it. But uh, so we did that. And he was mentioning that we'll be filming an episode for Chasing Legends, which is his his show. Um, and so that's what we're up to this this coming weekend and into the beginning of next week. Um, but I my plan is then to to release another episode with Nash and his crew as well. So we're going to do that. Um, sometime, probably while we're over at Nash's house, which we dub Nashville. So when we're in Nashville, <laughs> we will, uh, we will be doing that. Um, I'm trying to think here. Oh, okay. So here we go. I have in front of me some news that, that just happened. And, and for whatever reason, this was like really big big news as far as like the UFO community is concerned and I wanted to bring it up and I'm sure you guys have heard of this um and if not here you go um the Obama advisor um his name is John Podesta now John Podesta has actually been in the White House for god knows how long I mean he's been in there for a while at least since 2000 I mean probably before that actually but he's the advisor uh, to the president and he's also a very big advocate for disclosure. You know, he wants he wants the truth to be told. And I know back in it was 2002. Yeah, it was a Coalition for Freedom of Information. It was a press conference that was held and he uh actually spoke there. Now, he was he was speaking and he said some of the most, you know, his most famous line that he's known for. And it was basically, you know, talking about disclosure and things of that nature. He says, we ought to do it really because it's right. He said, we ought to do it, quite frankly, because the American people can handle the truth. And we ought to do it because it's the law. And in that, he was discussing, you know, disclosure. And he is pushing for, you know, all governments, but mainly the American government, to come forward, to come forward and actually say, yes, we have been in contact, you know, with extraterrestrials and we know they exist. We know they're out there. And yes, we've been talking to them. Yes, they have visited us. I don't know because I mean, who, who can actually say, but you know, that's what he's pressing for. Um, so I don't know. He, 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 um, what made the news, I guess, is the fact that he sent out a tweet Okay, because he has officially stepped down from the White House. He is no longer there. Um, it was just basically time for him to go. 
you know, he, he was just kind of done with everything. <laughs> and, you know, being in politics that long, I don't necessarily blame the dude because politics is, it's a big freaking game anymore. But, I mean, especially in America. So, but anyway, um, he, he sent out a tweet, okay? And he basically was saying that his biggest failure, you know, was not securing UFO disclosure. Now, this, you know, raised a lot of eyebrows because here again then, you know, people don't remember that John Podesta was the dude that said all these things back in 2002. And this hasn't been, you know, so it hasn't been the first time he has been in the news discussing UFOs or the possibility of UFOs. He just wants the truth. And he thinks that we can handle the truth as a people. And I don't know if we can or not. Honestly, I don't know. I guess maybe one day we will know. Maybe, hopefully, in my lifetime, we would be able to to see this actually come to fruition. I don't know. It would be amazing. I want to know what you guys think about this. And so I am going to throw out our email address. If It's just ectoplasmshow at gmail.com. Give us an email ectoplasmshow at gmail.com and let us know what you think about Podesta. Let us know what you think about just disclosure in general. If you think that we, yes, we have been visited before or if not, let me know. And then also let me know how much the show sucks or how much you enjoy the show. One of the two, I want the constructive criticism. I'm not going to take it personally. I promise I'm not going to take it to heart and I'm not going to like, you know, call you out or anything like that. If you say something that's, you know, whatever, it'll be fine. Trust me. I take everything with a grain of salt and I apply it. So let me know if there's a specific topic that you guys want me to cover. I would gladly do that after, you know, researching it the way I should. So let me know. It would be great um, to hear from you guys. I know um, we have a an active listener, David, and David is actually over in uh, England. And then we also have uh, Josh Moreland who reached out to us uh, just a couple weeks ago. Josh reached out to us and was telling us, you know, how much he loved the show, hated the Christmas break, you know, thing because uh, he enjoys the show. He enjoys listening to it. For, for that, guys, I I cannot thank you enough. It means the world to me. Uh, I know it means the world to Myron as well. And Myron loves to bust chops. But trust me, he actually appreciates it. So (laughs) I know. Um, But yeah, he just likes to bust chops and and cause waves. It's kind of fun. So God, I I really wish you guys could have heard this, this interview with my wife. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. But anyway, (laughs) I want to, I want to move on a little bit here. So I wanted to get into this a little bit. Um, I saw last week there was a story that came across. Um, I think it was unexplainedmysteries.com, I believe, is where I found this. But it says, um, you know, astronomers are basically planning to send radio messages to Earth-like worlds uh, within the range of, it was like 20 light years, something like that. So 20 light years, and they would be able to, you know, project this message out. Now, they're trying to decide, you know, what what message to send 
to these to these otherworldly beings i guess i don't know it's it's kind of crazy um I'm going to pull up the article here, and I, this is, again, this is the SETI Institute, you know, the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. So they, they've spent forever, you know, listening, you know, for different type of uh, communications um, just to basically see yes or no if there is intelligent life out there. And so now they kind of want to step it up. They want to step up their game a little bit, <clears throat> and they actually want to broadcast a radio message of their own out into space, you know, just basically in an attempt to see if, see if anybody out there is listening. And so, uh, David Black, who is SETI's chief executive, uh, he said there could be many civilizations out there, but if they are listening and no one is broadcasting, then nothing will happen. So that's basically what he said. Um, said, one question is, if we do go ahead with this, what message should we send? You know, should it, should it be the work of a few scientists or should we involve the whole world, perhaps through the Internet? Which is a kind of a cool idea, honestly. But there again, like, I've said this before. I will say it until the day I die. Aliens scare the shit out of me. They really do. They, they scare me because we have no idea what they want. We have no idea. So um, let's see here. Let's see here. He says, if aliens do visit us, the outcome would be much as when Columbus landed in America, which didn't turn out well for the Native Americans. Now that right there, that scares me. So why go ahead and do the project? If you, (laughs) I'm sorry. But basically, it's like you're inviting them in, and and you know <laughs> there's at least a fear there. There's at least a possibility that it's not going to turn out well. Well, then what the hell? You know, if we do, if even a handful of people do survive this, then the SETI Institute will be responsible and go down in the annals of history then, whatever history we have left, as as the people that ended the world. And it's because they invited these people in or these things in to our planet. And it scares me. Ah, uh, I don't know why. I'm so I get so freaked out about all this stuff. I wish I wish all the aliens were like Alf, you know, back in the day. The the television show Alf. Because all he all he did was eat cats. You know, that's all he wanted to do was just eat cats, and that was it. But whatever. It's just, it's just crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think about all this? What do you think? Go ahead and chime in about it, please. Please, please, please. Anyway. Um, and find us on Facebook. Like, we need some more followers on Facebook. We have like 2,000 followers on Twitter right now. We need to up our, our Facebook game a little bit. And, uh be a little more active over there. So do that um, and get your friends over there. And then, you know, here's another thing. (laughs) I always talk about, uh, well, I don't necessarily mention this on the show ever, but I'm going to mention it today (laughs) for a little bit. It's this phenomenon that's, they, they describe it as paranormal unity. And... 
basically the idea of paranormal unity was that, you know, hey, we're all working towards the same goal and we should all get along and yada, 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 which I totally agree with. But here's the problem. (laughs) There are so many people out there who are actively involved in the paranormal community that will just knock your shit down. They will take whatever evidence you present and they will rip it to shreds. And they do it for one reason and one reason only. And that's simply because they weren't the ones that captured that evidence. (laughs) And so I think everybody is so hungry for fame. And honestly, excuse me, I was lighting a cigarette. The thing is, it's like fame. I don't know. I don't know why everybody is after it. Like I had the opportunity to, to go to a, uh, I went to a conference, a paranormal conference in Gettysburg, which was so much fun because I had never been to Gettysburg before. And I'm a huge history nerd and I love history. And so Gettysburg was, you know, it was phenomenal to me. Um, But while there, you know, I had the opportunity to talk with a lot of people who are on those TV shows or at least have been in the past. And, you know, honestly... There, the overall general consensus on this was it's not that big of a deal. It's not that great of a thing to have because they're they're really not getting paid very much money at all. You know, the people that make the most are is the network, obviously. So I don't know why everybody's after, oh, we should go and have this TV show or that TV show and things like that. It's just not as glamorous as everybody thinks it is. And that's just... That's just me. But anyway, that's the main reason why they're going to cut your shit down is because they weren't the ones to to present it. The problem is we're all ultimately after the same damn goal. Ultimately, that's what we're after. We're after answers. We're after the truth. So why can't we just... Why can't we just get along? I mean, but in, you know, in an essence, like, that's kind of it. Like, because we're all after the same thing. So why can't we work together to achieve the same thing, the same outcome? Because then it, you know, as far as science goes, you know, we can hopefully get to the point, maybe, maybe someday that we could, um, you know, you, you, in order for it to be like scientific, it has to be able to be duplicated, repeated. And maybe one day, you know, with the efforts of everybody, we could get there. We could start seeing certain trends, certain similarities, certain constants, and and hopefully we could actually get there. But I don't see that happening anytime soon. And it's sad to say, but it's very true. So anyway, done done talking about that. But as far as all of that goes, I found this cool website. And you know, most of the time I don't really plug a lot of things but i tell you what like this this website is really cool and they have actually done wonders for me um you know presenting evidence and they have a they have their own radio show that they do um and it's it's amazing but it's it's a big community it's basically like facebook but for people that are into the paranormal and it's amazing it's so cool over there so go check out paranormalwarehouse.com 
It's a free account. You know, you sign up and it's free. Everything's free. And you just get in there and, you know, find me. Find, I think my name is Josh Hurd 1981. Go find me on there. Become my friend <laughs> on Paranormal Warehouse. But definitely go give them a look because it is a very cool website. You can post videos and, and pictures and things like that. And then, you know, there's even a place where you can blog on there, which is really cool. Really, really cool. And I want to actually get back into the whole blogging thing. And I, I would really like to get into, you know, writing again, because ultimately that's how I started in all of this fun stuff is, is writing about it. So I would like to get back to my roots and and all of that so but yeah go check it out paranormalwarehouse.com and like i said <clears throat> they have no idea that i'm plugging this right now or anything like that i don't get paid for doing this i do this because i like to do it i do this because i want to interact with you guys more and i want to hear what you think about all of these these fun things in the paranormal so definitely go over there check it out find us on facebook and let's start talking about all this fun stuff now I want to switch gears a little bit here, and I want to talk about something that I don't think we've ever talked about before on the Ectoplasm Show, and I don't know why this, <clears throat> excuse me, this caught my attention, but it says, boy claims to recall past life as a woman, okay? Now, he's a five-year-old boy from Ohio, but he has very vivid recollections of being killed in a fire. Uh, as a 30-year-old woman. Now, as a five-year-old, I mean, I, my daughter is six, okay? And she has a very wild imagination. She does. And honestly, it's probably because, you know, we we waited so long to have our second daughter. She didn't have, I mean, she has friends and all of that fun stuff. But, you know, for the most part, she's on her own, you know, playing in her own little world. And that's what I kind of chalk that up to. She has a very crazy imagination, and it's awesome because um, I think it's important for a child to have. But for a five-year-old to have these vivid, vivid recollections of being a 30-year-old woman who was then killed in a fire, I mean, let's see. It says here uh, his name is Luke, okay? And from the age of two, Luke uh, from Ohio has given strong indications that he remembers his previous life as a young black woman from Chicago uh, named Pam who perished after she jumped from a burning building. Hmm. Crazy. Okay. So he, he basically what is it's he'll make little comments. Okay. To his parents and things like that. Um, you know, about being this woman by stating things like, Oh, when I was a girl, I had black hair. Or, oh, I used to have earrings like that when I was a girl. So it says, Luke even claims to remember the moment that his previous life ended and recalls the actual reincarnation process in which he was, quote unquote, pushed back down to earth as a newborn baby. Now that is insane. That is incredible. But more and more often now we are hearing these stories of kids who are recalling with amazing accuracy, you know, past lives and things like that. And it gets even creepier because these people have been, you know, the uh, 
the history of these people has been found and it has been validated in some cases. In some cases, I will say, it has been validated. I, I uh, There's some show out there, and I, I don't remember the name of the show offhand, but it, I mean, it has to deal with kids. <clears throat> Excuse me again. It has to deal with kids and uh, past life regression type things. These kids are basically saying, oh, I used to be a, you know, one, for example, was oh, I used to be a fighter pilot, you know, in the Air Force, uh, the American Air Force, and I was shot down. And my name used to be this, and it used to be that. And I mean, but very surprising and very accurate. And for these young kids to do that, I mean, most of these kids can't even read yet. So it's not like they could go and necessarily research this stuff on the internet because they wouldn't even know where to begin to search, you know? And it, it's it's fascinating to me that this is actually going on. Um, but back to Luke, let's see. It says, incredibly, an investigation revealed that a woman named Pamela Robinson who lived in Chicago, had actually died following a fire at the Paxson Hotel back in 1993, just as Luke had described. This is what I'm talking about. This stuff is incredible to me. So, the boy's case was investigated as a part of a documentary entitled The Ghost Inside My Child, in which an investigative team showed Luke a collection of images of women who were around the same age as Pamela, as well as one of the pictures being Pamela. Um, and asked him if he was able, you know, to point her out. And to their amazement, he actually did it. He successfully picked out the correct picture of Pamela. And to me, that is, it's phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. Now, as I said, do I think it's a hoax? No. No, I don't. Do I necessarily believe in past lives? I don't know because I've never really got into it. I've never really, I've never had a past life regression session or anything like that, which I am very interested in having one done. That would be great. Uh, and if you guys could suggest somebody to me, that would be even better because I don't even necessarily know where to begin. So I've met a lot of cool people uh, that do things like this, but there again, it, I, I am constantly questioning, you know, credibility and things of that nature. Um, so if you guys have experience in this, I want to know about it. Uh, hit me up, ectoplasmshow at gmail.com or on Facebook or on Twitter. Just look for the cute little picture of Slimer from the Ghostbusters because I'm a huge Ghostbuster fan. <laughs> but anyway, but I want to know what you guys think about past life regressions. And if this phenomenon is actually true or not, or let me know if you yourself have a past life uh, regression session that you want to discuss, I'll have you on the show. It'd be amazing. I would love to hear about these. Um, and we can set up a time and we can do these these interviews and we can talk for a half hour or an hour or whatever you want to talk about. Like, And tell me what the session was like because it kind of freaks me out too. I've never been like you know, hypnotized or anything like that either. So it kind of, I don't know, it kind of freaks me out a little bit, but a lot of stuff does. So <laughs> kind of a baby when it comes to all the, the paranormal stuff, I guess. <laughs> and so, you know, moving on though, moving on and, and switching gears again, <laughs> I wanted to talk a little bit about 
you know, conspiracy theories. Um, now, not necessarily, you know, like the, the who shot Kennedy type conspiracy, conspiracy theories, but it's like this year, especially I've heard more and more and more claims about, oh, conspiracy theories of sorts. Like, I mean, even like in, in just like the music business. Okay. That people being accused of being like members of the Illuminati, you know, <laughs> like, um, Oh, who else? Uh, they said it was Rihanna and like Kanye West and Beyonce and things like that. We're all they're all being accused of being in the Illuminati. Now, my friend Mike, if you guys remember a few episodes back, I had my friend Mike Rowell on on the show, and Mike is an amazing friend, and <laughs> I'm going to have him on the show again, and we're going to discuss this issue a little further. Excuse me, one sec. Lighting another cigarette, but. So Mike, Mike was, he called me the other day and he goes, dude, Stevie Wonder isn't blind. And I laughed my ass off. I was just like, what? There was no greeting, no salutation whatsoever. It was just, dude, Stevie Wonder isn't blind. Like, what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) And he's like, dude, there's all this evidence to prove it. <laughs> I'm still belly laughing. I am laughing so hard <clears throat> that tears are coming out of my eyes. I'm like, what the hell are you even talking about? And so I'm going to have Mike because like, then he starts making all these points about <laughs> how Stevie Wonder isn't blind. And I was like, well, what's your proof? Did somebody catch him in rush hour traffic or something like that? <laughs> like, What the hell? Like... <laughs> I mean, that was a bit offsides, but still, it was like, it was just, I don't know. It was hilarious to me. And so it got me thinking about all these different conspiracy theories and even the fact like, um, God, I think it was late 2014 that we were talking about like Ebola and all of this shit. And basically like, oh, there's this big um, conspiracy theory that oh, this was just a, uh, the Ebola outbreak was just like a biological weapon being used uh, from the Obama administration, you know, as an excuse to to declare martial law (laughs) and things like that. And I'm like, you know what? Absolutely, without a doubt, I I will give you the fact that we freaked out about Ebola. We did. That was all we were hearing about. And how many cases were actually confirmed cases of Ebola at that time? I don't know. But I think it was less than 10. I do believe it was less than 10. And for us to freak out about that, about a disease that has literally been around since I think the very early 70s is when we started like talking about Ebola is absolutely ludicrous to me, which then leads me to think, okay, yes, Something different is going on here. There's all this hysteria about Ebola, and that's all we're hearing about on the news and different media outlets and things of that nature. So what's going on behind the curtain? What are we not allowed to see right now? What are we not allowed to to go into? You know? I don't know. It's things like that that just, uh, I don't know. They kind of rub me the wrong way, I guess. But... Let's see, let's see, let's see. There was another one. Um, oh. Let's see. One of the most widespread conspiracy theories towards the end of the year was that the comet 
that was being investigated by the ESA's Rosetta spacecraft was actually an extraterrestrial spaceship. Now, they I mean, conspiracy theories are amazing to me. Because it's like, you know what? You can make anything sound the way you want to. Trust me on this. You can. Because, you know, the major media does it on a daily basis, on an hourly basis. We're, we're given the information that they want us to have. I truly believe this. And, you know, we have to, as, I don't know, as a population, I think it is important that we do our own form of digging, you know, and things of this nature. Um Let's see. I I talked about the Ebola outbreak. Oh, what the hell? Okay. Another conspiracy theory says that uh, the Malaysia Airlines flight MH17 and MH370 were actually the same plane. And and I I, I still have no idea here. I still have no idea. (laughs) Because that was a big deal too. And I feel freaking terrible one of those people, I fly a lot, you know, and it terrifies me that shit like that can actually happen twice. You know, I don't like the idea. It's, it's, I don't know. It's bizarre to me because those people, they all have families for God's sake. They have families and they, uh, they have people that love them and care about them and are worried about them. And we're putting them through turmoil by not having answers. It's like, how the fuck do you lose a plane it's a plane it's fucking huge number one number two it should be on every god blessed radar i mean it's just bizarre to me how any of this happens so i don't know i wanted to talk briefly about conspiracy theories and let you know that my friend mike will be coming back to the show very soon hopefully within the next couple weeks um, and he will be discussing how, and I, I honestly think that he believes this now that Stevie Wonder is not truly blind. And I'm just, I'm still laughing about it. It was the best conversation ever. Like it was so funny. So I'm going to have Mike back, but that was another thing that I wanted to mention. You know, I want to do more. I want to do more shows like this. I want to do more, more podcasts. And I want to then, because we're, it's a very busy time right now um, for me and for my, my buddies um, because we're all kind of in this together. And, you know, we've decided to link arms and, and join forces a little bit. And so our new home for everything is theghostfiles.tv. And I would encourage you to go over, check it out. Um, there's a lot of free content on there. And actually, we're... I mean, we have, I mean, the ectoplasm show will be on there. I don't know if it's quite there yet, but I know it will be. Um, but we also have, you know, documentaries. Um, my feature film, uh, A Brush With Evil, that will be the home for A Brush With Evil um, very soon um, in the spring. And you'll be able to, you know, watch that, you know, on demand. Um and that you can you can also go on there, you know, for free. You can go on there for free, and um, you will be able to watch my first documentary, Disclosure, which is, you know, it's shit. I think it's twenty minutes to thirty minutes in length, I believe. So go check it out. 
Um, go watch it. Please let me know what you think of it. I want to know what you guys think of it. I want to know if I'm doing a good job. <laughs> so, you know, just check it out. But like I said, the ectoplasm show is going to be there. We're just about, I mean, we're literally days away from launching another, um, it's like a mini, a little mini series. It's called Aliens Exist. And basically it's just fun little interviews with people that have had, you know, firsthand encounters or sightings, you know, with with uh, alien spacecraft and aliens and things like that. It's so cool. It's so interesting. Um, and I think, you know, we're going to release uh, five episodes at a time. But, you know, you can definitely check that out um, here, like I said, very, very soon. So right now, and I mean, we have all we have all sorts of stuff on there. We have like merchandise too. Um, one of the things that we have on there is my, uh, my t-shirt that I do is a, trust me, I'm a ghost hunter type t-shirt, which is amazing. It's hilarious too. Um, and you know, we have, like I said, all sorts of fun stuff on there. Um, I haven't linked my books or anything like that in there yet, but I will be doing that too. Um, but yeah, we, we got all sorts of fun stuff going on over there. Um, and I think it's going to be, I mean, it's growing literally by the day. So we're getting more views on our, on our videos. Um, Connor Hopkins, who I had on last week has a a film on there, which is a great film. I think it's about 20 to 30 minutes in length as well, but it's called the lady in white, basically going into you know, the, the lady in white phenomenon and how there's always, you know, every area of this globe has a lady in white story, you know, and it's always this woman who's dressed all in white and she's always distressed. She's always in search of something or somebody, you know, somebody that she's lost or something that she's lost. And it, it's absolutely fascinating. You know, we have, uh, Bill Murphy on there from, uh, fact or faked, um, you know, putting in his two cents as well, which is just phenomenal. So I would highly suggest going and checking that out because it's a great little film. It really is. And check out Disclosure because I want to know what you guys think. (laughs) So this show is a little shorter than normal, but that's okay. I am going to, uh, like I said, I'm going to be doing another show with Nash Hoover and his crew. Uh, here in just the next couple days, I'm actually just hours away from hitting the road again and traveling to Wisconsin, meeting up with those guys and investigating the Beast of Bray Road, which I'm actually very excited about because tonight, uh, as I record this, this is Friday morning, and I'm going to be having this posted here in the next, you know, I mean, it'll be posted very, very soon. Um but I'm very excited because tonight then I get to talk to uh, Linda Godfrey, who is one of my absolute favorite paranormal authors like of all time. Uh, the woman is just amazing. She's fantastic. And so I get an opportunity to, to talk with her this evening, and I'm very excited about that. So I can kind of fangirl over her a little bit. <laughs> Anyway, so I'm going to wrap this up and I hope everybody is doing great. I hope everybody's doing well and reach out 
to us. Please tell your friends and go over to iTunes and give us a rating and all that fun stuff. Um, but like I said, share this and and share it with your friends and pick your favorite episode and share that on your Facebook, on your Facebook uh, wall or whatever the hell they call it, timeline, I don't know anymore. So um, reach out to us though, Facebook, on Twitter, uh, ectoplasmshow at gmail.com. That actually comes directly to my phone. I have that linked up with my phone as well as Facebook and Twitter, I think. I don't know. I'll have to revamp it. So, But like I said, I'll get an instant notification if you guys email me. And I do my best to absolutely get back to you as soon as I possibly can. Um, thanking you, most likely, just <laughs> for reaching out in general because I love the feedback. So I want to hear from you guys. I cannot stress that enough. <laughs> I think I've dropped the damn email address like so many times this episode, but it's okay. Um, go over to the ghostfiles.tv and check that out. Uh, check out what we got going on over there. And like I said, it's growing literally by the minute. So, um, but like I said, I will have more content coming for you guys to enjoy. And if there's any specific topic that you want me to cover, hit me up and I will, I will do my absolute best to do that and not sound like a bumbling moron while I do it. Thank you guys so much, uh, for hanging out. And we will see you very soon. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. I make it a rule. Never to get involved with possessed people. Actually, it's more of a guideline than a rule. And I know what I saw, and that's not what you're telling me what I saw.